0: Welcome to Cherry on Top, presented by Frozen Dessert Supplies. We're here to give you the best tips and advice for growing your ice cream shop, all with a cherry on top. My name is Denise, and here with me today is Rebecca.
1: We both work together in the marketing team for Frozen Dessert Supplies, and so we're here today to bring you to our first topic on our first podcast,
0: using social media to grow your ice cream shop. So for social media, there are two basic categories. There's organic social media and paid social media. Organic social media is free content that every user, people, and businesses share. It's really the best way to build connections with new customers without seeing them in person.
1: Right, yeah. And I think it's very important to be able to build that connection with your customer because being able to build that connection before they actually come into your shop is just going to make your relationship better with them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it really helps them see you as more than a business. It, it humanizes you and helps uh, foster compassion for your ice cream shop.
1: And just like making sure that your customers know about your shop, um, just like specifics, like their menu, uh, your hours, your specials, just so that they know before they come in. Because I know I like to find out about a shop before I like to go in. So.
0: Oh, yeah, same. And it's really great for people who have like special needs, like allergies or things like that, um, because then they can see like your flavors for the day or maybe the ingredients that you have or allergen warnings, things like that before they come in. And another plus of organic social media is you can build brand awareness organically before you're like paying for it.
1: And a big part of growing your business is building that brand awareness because if people don't know about you, you're not going to be able to build your company and people aren't going to find out about you and social media is the biggest part like in today's world honestly you find out everything from social media
0: oh absolutely yeah that's so true
1: so going into paid social media there are ads that make you show up in social media so they're basically boosted or sponsored ads this is like the best way to target new audiences and turn them into customers you can go on like google or facebook or instagram and like try to try to search for your audience and then you can cater directly towards them, which will help you reach them.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really great way to find like your exact perfect audience and really target them. Um, and it's also a really great way to raise brand awareness with people that might not already know you.
1: Exactly. And this is definitely another way to drive people into your shop because people are going to find out more about you if you show up on their feed. Um, like for example, there's like a shop in Rexburg, Idaho, that we live by, and I see a bunch of posts about them, like sponsored posts, too. And so I'm just like, wow, maybe I should go try them out. So that could happen for you, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that happens to me all the time, where I see sponsored posts from businesses, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was in the town. Maybe right. I'll go there tonight. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Um, So going into the first category, we're going to talk about organic social media. So we're going to talk about what platforms you should be using. Um, So I think what we need to figure out is where is your audience? So figuring out your audience, like who they are, how old they are, like what they're interested in, that's going to help you find out how you can cater towards their needs.
0: Yeah. And if you aren't sure like what your audience is, a really good way to figure that out is to look at your competitors. If you're in a big enough town, there's probably going to be other ice cream shops. You can pretty easily go to their social media or even in their shop and just see like who's there. Like if it's mostly families or if it's um, young people like that's that's really what you're looking for is the kind of people that you are trying to reach
1: right and if you have if your audience um if you're catering towards people who want you know more trendy like single stores or like even like uh like a whole brand like if you're like trying to compete against like Baskin Robbins just find out what they're doing like it doesn't have to be like one of those little shops in town like if you're planning on building it then just look up for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and the first platform that we're going to talk about is Instagram. probably heard of Instagram. It's a like a photo-sharing platform, and it's really great for reaching out to people ages um, 24 to 35. That's the ages of most of their users. And it's also really great for finding new audiences.
1: Definitely. And I think... The biggest thing is that there's 1 billion active users on Instagram and there's about 500 million on their daily. So whatever audience you're looking for, you can definitely find
0: it on Instagram. Oh, for sure. And it's also really great. You can geotag posts or tag like the location of your posts. So then if someone is like looking up ice cream shops in Seattle and you tagged a post in Seattle, then they can see you on Instagram and find you and know that you're near them, which is awesome.
1: Exactly. That's a great way for people to find you. Um, And a big part of Instagram nowadays is the stories and highlights. These were actually introduced probably about like two years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so they're kind of like Snapchat stories if you're familiar with it. Um, So it's basically like something that runs for like 24 hours. And if you want to keep it, you can add it to your highlights on your homepage. And so this is great to like display your menus, your hours, your policies. Or any, like, special things you have going on that you only want to show up for 24 hours?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's really great, especially if you um, maybe are doing specials or, uh, like, a one-day-only limited edition something. Stories are awesome because it's not in the feed. It's just at the top of your page, and then it'll disappear after 24 hours unless you choose to keep it.
1: Exactly. And I tend to look at stories more than I do the regular feed because they're just so easy to swipe through. So it's just a great way to like connect with your audience that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, So going into the next platform, we're going to talk about Facebook. And Facebook is a really easy way to message people. Like I'm pretty sure most of you have heard of Facebook Messenger. And so a lot of companies use that um, to connect with their customer if they have any questions, uh, if they want to reach out to you. Um, yeah. So you can just use that and like the comments, uh, are a great way to connect with your customers as well.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, another plus about Facebook is that it's really easy to steer traffic to your website or even to like, um, a phone number or something. So people can really easily find out how to contact you and find out more about you. And on top of that, you can have reviews right on Facebook. So, um, if someone is looking at your shop they can see oh this per- or this ice cream shop has five stars i should absolutely go there or they can um, they can say oh i had a great experience here i'm going to write a review for this ice cream shop it's super easy and it's right on facebook
1: yeah it's really good and face like instagram doesn't have reviews so if you're looking for getting those reviews i definitely recommend facebook um, but another thing about facebook is that 65% of the users are 40 40- and above so if you're looking to target like the older audiences that's a good way to go but if you're not I would suggest looking into something else at first.
0: Yeah exactly and a really good thing about Facebook too is it's it's very much like a lot of parents and maybe grandparents and so it's if you are looking to target um, families if you're a more family-centric shop then um, Facebook is definitely the place for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And also on business pages on Facebook, you can post things like your menus and your hours uh, just so that the customers can get to know your business. This is especially useful for people who don't have their own website currently because Facebook can act as your business website.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And it's totally free. Unlike if you were to get um, your own domain, you would have to pay either monthly or yearly for it and then have to design all of it. Whereas um, with Facebook, it's free.
1: Exactly. And Like I said earlier, it's a great way to connect with your customers because you can message them through comments. You can message them through Facebook Messenger. It's just a super good way to make sure that you're reaching out to your audience.
0: Yeah, seriously. And another platform you can use, which is a little bit newer, is called TikTok. And if you haven't heard of it, I guarantee your younger employees or your kids or just younger people around you have. And, I mean, on top of that, 80% of the users are 16 to 34 so it is like the largest demographic for your target audience
1: right and it's like it's definitely one of the most like up-and-coming social media platforms it started probably a few years ago like yeah three or recently. four years ago yeah um but it's definitely like taken off since then um and something that's very unique to tiktok is the specific algorithm it has because almost anybody can see your videos. It has like a huge reach. Sometimes I just get some random videos on my For You page and I'm like, where did this come from? But so it's very interesting where your videos can end up. And if you use things like hashtags and everything, it can make it to certain people's pages.
0: It's true. And you, you can really easily reach people you wouldn't have reached otherwise and really, really grow your audience, which is awesome. And another great thing about TikTok is that you can humanize your employees and yourself um, easily with like behind the scenes videos and things like that, because it's just a great platform for showing that off.
1: Exactly. And just to finish off with talking about TikTok, it has a big audience. Like I mentioned earlier, there's so many people who use this app and like the age range is so huge. And you'll even find people in their like late 50s like I've seen a lot of like older people on this app so it's not just in between 18 to 24 or 18 to 34 sorry but you can find whoever you need on there so it's a great app yeah seriously um going into how you how should you be posting definitely be consistent having a posting schedule is should be your main priority uh just like try to figure out like a calendar maybe, like, a few weeks ahead just so that you know, like, you have things to post instead of scrambling to find something to post because your post should be consistent because you want your audience to see that you're active on social media, which will help them be able to keep you in the forefront of their mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, another thing about having a posting schedule is you don't have to plan out exactly what you're going to post each day. But, like, when I've done... Instagram posting for a business I'll just say okay I'm going to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday and then when it comes to that day or maybe the beginning of that week I can go through and see what picture I want to post, what the caption I want to have and so you don't have to in your content calendar you don't have to necessarily um, decide everything that you'll post. You just you can just pretty easily have just I'm going to post this day and then set aside some time for it and it and then you know that you'll be posting.
1: Exactly And kind of going off of what you said, like, normally when I create a content calendar for the month, I just make very very loose ideas. Like, there could be something that comes up that maybe there's, like, a special that you want to advertise for that wasn't in your calendar. Just switch out one of those days. Like, it's so easy to just have something scheduled, but, like, switch it around.
0: Yeah, seriously. And another great part about, about consistent posting is you can really easily keep your content cohesive. So it's not just, Oh, today I saw or we have today we have chocolate ice cream. You could say this week we're going to post about all the different flavors we have and then next week we're going to post about each of our employees or something like that. And then it keeps your content really consistent and cohesive so it doesn't feel like a grab bag to your followers of what you're going to post.
1: Right. Yeah, make sure that you're going kind of with a, like a theme. Like it doesn't have to be like the same exact type of content and Uh, Just make sure that your customers aren't confused because you want them to be able to remember your brand. So just have them remember it in a specific way.
0: Yeah. And that's really the biggest thing is posting for your customers. So uh, a big part of posting on social media is being engaging. You should be posting content that your audience cares about. So this means things they're interested in, not necessarily just you. Because I mean, I'm sure you're interested in exactly how your ice cream machines work, but a 15-year-old coming into your ice cream shop might not be super interested in that.
1: Right. When I get posts from—when I see posts from, like, ice cream shops or any kind of treats, I want to see the treats. I don't really care about how it's made. There might be some people who care, but definitely think about your customer post your menu items and just things that they'll be interested in, things that affect them. And it doesn't always have to be necessarily about ice cream. You could post about things, like, going on in the community, um, maybe some things that your audience is, like, one of their interests, and then try to tie it into your shop a little. But it doesn't always have to be, like, this flavor of the week, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. And another thing I've seen a lot of ice cream shops doing, especially around, like, graduation season, is posting maybe they're graduating seniors or things like that and just highlighting their employees so maybe like the people that follow you will want to come into your ice cream shop so they can see karen or whoever um, just because they're excited because they saw her on social media
1: exactly and a- another big part of social media is m- making sure that you make time for it every day you should be dedicating time every day to interacting on social media Now, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to post every day. Just make sure you're interacting with your customers. Maybe you could like some other people's posts, follow some of your followers just to make them feel special.
0: Yeah, seriously. And another way you could do that is just like maybe during a slow time of your day, spend 20 minutes just scrolling through who your followers are and following people near you and liking some of their posts, maybe commenting just so you can stay in the forefront of your customers' minds so when they go on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they see you and they're like, oh, man, I really want ice cream right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that seeing other companies post on other things is actually pretty huge because I know when I've been like scrolling through TikTok or Instagram, sometimes I see other companies post on just like some personal videos. I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool that they noticed that.
0: Yeah, there's a local shop in, in Rexburg where we are that pretty consistently follows me, or well, they followed me a while ago, and they pretty consistently like my photos. And like when I got married, they commented and were really excited. So I honestly like, I'm very loyal to them now because they interacted with me on Instagram. And I just think that's the coolest thing.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's just like a great way to connect, have those personal connections with your customers.
0: Yeah, seriously. And another, another great part of social media is really easy to keep track of everything. And so um, when you are posting, even if it's just like in a notebook, or maybe in like the notes folder of your phone, or if you screenshot it, just keep track of all of the data. So make sure you know what posts get the most likes and comments and um, when you gain or lose followers too.
1: Yeah, this is going to help you figure out what type of content works best for you. I would suggest testing out different types of content so that you can see what your customer likes best and so that you can continue like with a theme. Uh, because if you see that like images of just ice cream are doing the best, keep posting those. But if you see that other types of content are doing better, try to figure out something different that works for you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So going into gaining followers... One special thing that I would recommend is offering discounts exclusive to social media. For example, you could post something like show this social media post in our store and you get 15% off. Something like that just to just to build your audience on social media because then people are going to be like, "Wow, I really want that discount, but it's only on social media, so maybe I should follow them."
0: Yeah, and it's a really great way to like incentivize them to follow you because I mean, there are quite a few people that will just follow you because they like your shop. But maybe if you have, like, a promotion where if they follow you and they show that in-store, they get some kind of discount or something, then they'll start following you and then they'll realize how much they love following you and just continue that.
1: Exactly. And I definitely recommend maybe having, like, some posters or signs in your shop just to, like... Just to so that people can see that you have social media and just ask them in person to follow you. Like you could even just hand out your ice cream and be like, hey, follow us on Instagram. We have some discounts and cool things on there.
0: Yeah, because honestly, some people might not know that you're even on social media. And that's a really good way to just let them know. And I guess the first specific type of social media we want to talk about is Instagram and like how you can post on Instagram. And the first part of that is is just the in-feed regular posts. There are a few guidelines uh, for posting these in-feed posts. And the first one is posting really high-quality photos.
1: Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that your photos look good, that they're not blurry. Something that will make your audience stop scrolling and look at.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I know, especially on Instagram, I... We'll just kind of scroll mindlessly, but if I see something that's very eye-catching or interesting or even looks delicious, I'm going to stop and I'm probably going to like it and maybe follow them.
1: Yeah, exactly. So make sure you spend some time editing those photos, making sure you have good lighting, good colors that really pop out. And I think using like, good captions uh, that will educate your customers about your shop, your products, and your employees are definitely helpful because sometimes I read a caption and I'm like, that doesn't seem to go with the photo. That doesn't That doesn't give me a lot of information. So just make sure that you're creating captions that make sense for your company and for what you're posting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And when you are posting on Instagram, you should use hashtags because that's a really great way for people to find you. But also like don't overuse them. I see some posts that have like a hundred hashtags or something on them and that feels really like spammy to me. So I try to um, limit hashtag to only about 10 or less in a post and I try to really use relevant ones like things that I know a lot of people are posting about or a lot of people see frequently.
1: Yeah, just make sure that you're researching the most common hashtags that kind of go along with your industry. So, like, for example, for ice cream shops, it might be something like ice cream, like ice cream scoop, just something that actually makes sense. So just just take a minute, like on Instagram, you can actually search hashtags. So just go on Instagram, search like ice cream shops and see like what kind of what kind of hashtags they're using and what's getting the most engagement.
0: Yeah, for sure. And another great way to get more engagement on your in-feed posts is to geotag them. And that just means tagging the location of where you are. Um, And then people see the post and they can just click on that and they have the address of your shop and they can figure out exactly how to get there. And it's just a really great way to get people into your ice cream shop.
1: Exactly. Uh, And another big part of Instagram is Instagram stories. Now, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. They're very similar to Snapchat stories if you're familiar with them. So stories are just a great place to post interactive content. So this means like anything like polls or questions, just so that your customer has something to, you know, look at, uh, type in like something. I think that that's a great way to interact with your customers, and then you can actually repost like their answers on your feed so that they can be like, wow, my my question is on there. Like my question is on this company's Instagram.
0: Yeah. And when you give your um, customers a good chance to interact with your posts, it makes them kind of feel more connected to your shop. Um, I know when I get to like vote on polls and stuff on Instagram, like there's probably a thousand people voting on that poll, but I got to click on it. (laughs) So I get really excited about it. And another great thing you can do with stories is uh, posting like behind the scenes videos. And because they only stay up for 24 hours, they don't have to be like super polished or super awesome. Like it can just be, hey, here's the flavor we're making today, or something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think you could also post like your menus and policies. And you can, we're gonna talk about this coming next, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about highlights. You can like actually add, if you want to keep whatever you post, you can just add it to your highlights page on Instagram. And I'd suggest that with menu items, if but if they are like special menu items, like they're only there for like a week then it's definitely great to post on your story because then that'll go away and customers won't see that in the main feed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that brings us to highlights. Highlights are basically just stories that stay onto the top of your Instagram page. And so when someone like clicks on your username, they get to see uh, those little dots and they can click on them and click through your highlighted stories. And that's a really, really easy way to have your menu and your policies and your hours, things like that, really, really accessible. So then customers can just go to your page and see it right away without having to scroll.
1: Exactly, and you can even create different categories for your highlights. So if you wanted a separate category for just menu items or just like employee reviews and stuff like that, then you can add those to those different categories so that it's easily organized and easily accessible.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: And then another part of Instagram, which is very new, are Instagram Reels. So these are similar to TikToks, if you're familiar with TikTok videos. Actually, a lot of TikTok videos get posted on Instagram Reels. And so what these are, they're just like 30-second videos um, about, you know, anything. And the algorithm is very similar to TikTok, so it's shown to a big audience, so you can reach who you want to reach.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they're really great for things like um, short form comedy or following trends or even like showing behind the scenes of your shop. And it's it's also another place where you can really humanize your business and show like your employees having fun or regular customers or things like that.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's very important to dedicate time to editing these videos because like TikToks, you want to make sure that it's engaging and it's fun. Just something that your customers will stop and look at. And you should be researching new trends. So I suggest just scrolling through the reels, uh, just like TikTok, just scroll through and see what's happening. Because if you find like a specific trend or specific audio that everybody is using, you might want to use that just so that, people can click on that trend and maybe see your video.
0: Yeah, seriously. And don't be scared when we say editing videos because that seems like maybe you'll need a program on your computer or something. But really, it's not super hard. You can just um, film it with your phone and then just drag and drop where you want clips. And it's it's pretty easy and it's it's very accessible.
1: Yeah, like my 10-year-old sister is making these videos, so it's so easy.
0: Yeah. And uh, another great thing about reels is you can pretty easily try new things. So you can, if you see a trend, you can just try it out right then and there. And you don't have to spend a lot of um, time and effort figuring out exactly what your customers want, because if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And, but it's still like you tried it and you know.
1: Exactly. Like our company is trying out some TikTok videos, and it only takes us like five minutes to make them. So it's super easy.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And so now that you understand Instagram a little bit more, we're going to talk about Facebook. Um, and you've probably been on Facebook for a while. I know I've been on Facebook for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few different kinds of um, things you can do with your Facebook. The first being just a regular in-feed posts. And these are just the feeds or the. These are just the posts that people see when they're just scrolling on the homepage of Facebook. Um, and it's it's just like where they see their friends post too.
1: Exactly. And everybody can just see it on their main page. They don't need to go anywhere special. Um, so if you just create those posts and try to get to your audience, they'll see it. And you can this is a great way to tell your customers about deals, special menu items, or just
0: anything else you want to tell them that day. And it's a really great way um, that you can keep customers up to date, too, uh, because they'll just see it in their feed. Or if they um, click click on your page, they'll see it, too. And so this is a really great way to talk about closings, if there's really bad weather or something, or special holiday hours or anything like that. Like, it's just a really great way to keep your customers in the loop.
1: Exactly. And like we mentioned earlier, you can create a business page for Facebook and post your entire menu on there so it's easily accessible. Because I know I like checking out the menu before I go places just to see like what kind of flavors they have and in case I need to go somewhere else. And it's especially good for people who maybe are gluten-free or vegan to see if you have those options
0: for them. Yeah, seriously. Um, And it's also a really great place to put like your phone number, your website, your address, just so people have all of that information in one really easily accessible place. And so next we're going to talk about reviews. And as we talked about earlier, you can have reviews just right on Facebook. So customers can just go to your page and write a review just right there. And it's a really great way to just easily show reviews in a place where your customers already are.
1: Exactly. And it's just, it's a good way to like kind of like on google when you search a company and you see those like five stars on the side that's basically how it is on facebook it's just a good way to connect with your customers and if maybe you get a bad review every once in a while you can reach out to that customer and see like how you can make their experience better and maybe actually make a new customer
0: yeah and if you are worried about not having enough reviews it's really easy if you're having people in your shop to just ask them in person for reviews um And then chances are, if they had a good experience, they'll tell it on Facebook and then um, you'll get more stars on there.
1: Exactly. And moving into the next platform is TikTok. We've kind of talked about this already, but just the main thing on TikTok is regular videos. Maybe in the future, there might be something different, something new, there's always something new on social media. So I wouldn't doubt it, but regular videos. So you just, I would suggest just making videos like behind the scenes. Just making sure you're following those trends like we mentioned, looking at the different sounds that are super trendy right now because there's always probably about like 10 10 types of sounds that I see all the time on TikTok. And then they often change every now and then. So just make sure you're staying with the relevant trends. So if you like a sound, make sure you make it maybe like within a week because trends can change super quickly.
0: That's very, very true. And I mean, that's a really great thing about TikTok is that It is a great place to just try stuff out and um, you can reach more people by using really trendy stuff. And it's also a really great place for short form comedy if you want to kind of show like a funny side of your employees or of, of your business. And it's also really great for satisfying videos.
1: Yes, I love satisfying videos. These are just, if you don't know what they are, these are just types of videos where just it's everything seems to fit nicely. I don't know how how I can put it, but sometimes, like, the sound is just, it's so nice. Like, for example, we saw, like, this ice cream bucket, and somebody was just scraping the sides, just getting it all off. It looks so nice.
0: Yeah, and I saw one recently where someone was just um, making a soft surf cone, but the spiral was so perfect. I just watched it over and over again because it was just, like, relaxing. Yeah. And that's a great place for ice cream shops because a lot of what you do is really satisfying, like scooping ice cream or uh, maybe even cleaning your dipping well. It's just, it's very satisfying. And that is a great type of video for TikTok. Exactly. So now we're going to talk about the other kind of social media, which is paid social media. And so after you've gained a little bit of traction organically, gained some followers, gained some interaction, this is a good time to start paid social media
1: yeah exactly so you might be wondering like why pay for social media if you already have organic media that's free now paid social media is super important because you'll be able to reach more people and gain more conversions because you're actually paying facebook or instagram or whatever you're using to get to that audience and they like they like more money so (laughs) the more money you give them like they're gonna want to help you out
0: Yeah, exactly. And you can really reach exactly who you want because on organic social media, you can use like hashtags and stuff like that to reach like your basic audience. But if you go into paid social media, you can really target it super specifically so that you can reach like your perfect customer.
1: Yeah. And what's super nice is that there's easy data collection on like Facebook ads and Instagram ads uh, because like they'll give you this entire ads page where you can just check and see like if you have any conversions, how many likes you have, how many followers you have, and how all that is going. And if you want to check on a specific ad, you can do that and just, you know, test out a few things and see what works for you.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a really great way to um, have guaranteed reach to your customers. So you know that if you pay like, I don't know, five or ten bucks to boost a post, yeah. you know it'll be seen by people.
1: Exactly. Um and just, you know, how to start out with paid social media, definitely do your research, because you want to find out what types of ads your competitors use, and what your audience likes, so like we mentioned earlier, just like, just look at what your competitors do, find out what your audience likes, and just make sure that you're catering towards that, because it's definitely okay to want to have your own type of content that you created, but if it doesn't exactly match with what your industry is going for in, in social media, it might not be the best for you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and a really great thing about um, paid social media is it's it's really easy to start small. And that's what you should be doing, starting small. So uh, maybe start with just one or two ads just to test out how they work and um, what you're getting out of them, things like that. Um, and it's really great to find out what works for you and what your audience likes
1: exactly and a big part of starting out is starting with a specific goal because if you don't have like a specific goal in mind it's going to be hard to get what you want out of your ads so some things i would recommend for starting out is do you want more followers do you want more online orders do you want more traffic to your store so just kind of decide like what kind of goal you're wanting because that's going to help you be able to find out what kind of content you want to create
0: yeah, and you should you should really keep that goal in your mind when you're creating it because based on your goal, you'll be making a different ad. Because if you want more followers, then you'll just be pointing them toward your specific page. But if you want more traffic to your store, then maybe you'll be showing them your address or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And I think the first part you really need to do once you decide that you want to do paid social media is to decide your budget. Um, and this can happen with just a few questions you ask yourself and that is how much is accomplishing your goal worth so if you want I don't know 100 new followers how much is that worth to you
1: yeah exactly this is going to help you decide how much you're willing to spend because if that goal is your number one priority you're going to want to put most of your budget towards it now if it's something that's not super important then maybe just put like five ten dollars on it just to see if you can get things going. But if this is something that you really want to grow, I suggest like budgeting a lot out for that.
0: Yeah. And Facebook and Instagram especially will really help you figure out your budget um, because it's really easy to say, okay, I'm only going to put $10 in this this week. Or if you want to do more, it's it's pretty easy to um, just have an exact budget and tell the platform what you want and it goes from there
1: exactly and a big part of this is finding out what's the most important platform I definitely recommend sticking with one platform at first if you're new to advertising on social media so really just find out where your audience lies and where you want to spend your the most time um, and just focus on that
0: yeah for sure and I mean that kind of goes back to uh, what we told you earlier about each platform If your audience is older, like 40 plus, then Facebook is probably the best place for you. If it's mid to younger adults, like 25 to 35, then Instagram is best for you. And if you're really targeting teenagers and young 20s, then TikTok is probably the best place for you.
1: Right. And once you have all this kind of figured out, or at least some idea, it's time to plan your first campaign. So yeah, once you know your budget, your goal, and what platform you're using, you'll want to get started, and you, you also want to decide how long you want to run your specific campaign. Now, we suggest testing out new things, and always, when you're testing them out, just run them for at least two weeks so that you can understand how well it's actually working. Because if you only run it for a day, you might only get some people to see it, and it's not going to be, like, too accurate. So make sure you have it running for at least two weeks, and if it works, then keep going.
0: Yeah, and that's the really interesting thing, especially about Facebook ads, is it learns who your audience is after a couple days. Right. And so if you let it run for a couple weeks, then it really learns exactly who that post will resonate with.
1: Right, yeah. And at Frozen Dessert Supplies, I work specifically on, like, Facebook, so... It's definitely a good way to figure out your new audiences because I posted an ad the other day and I added another audience that I didn't think that we kind of had, so that's nice. So it's just a great way to figure out who is out there.
0: Yeah, for, for real. Another great thing about social media is you can really get creative, especially with ads. It's a great opportunity to start with new media. So take pictures or videos um, and really edit them and make sure they look really nice and high quality, and and write your caption for your audience. And this is a really great time to make sure it's very eye-catching.
1: Yeah, because if your caption isn't making people stop scrolling, then people aren't going to look at it. They might look at your image for a second, but if your caption isn't interesting, they're not going to be interested. And I know that's where most of the important part of the post lies is in the caption. So just make sure it, it's like a nice eye catcher. It hooks them in so that they'll, they'll read the whole thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, you have to really make it with your audience in mind. Because you have to remember ads aren't for you. Like you're not the audience for your ads. Right. They're for your audience. So um, you have to remember like what your goal is and who you're trying to reach and make an ad for them.
1: Exactly. And then after you figure that all out, it's time to start the ad and let it run. So after you've designed and written your ad, just, just run it and see how it does. And it'll take a little bit for your ad to get approved. I know, at least on Facebook, you have to wait until Facebook approves the ad just to make sure that everything is looking good. So don't worry if it takes a little bit to get approved. It just, it just takes that time and make sure that you're targeting the right people and that your audience will see it because if you're promoting towards some random audience that doesn't care about ice cream or about what your industry is, then you're not going to get as much engagement or as much likes as you wanted.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um, and after you started running your ad, you, you should really be keeping track of how it's doing. Uh, and this is really easy with analytics and insights on Instagram and Facebook. You can just click on that tab and see exactly how, much, how many people have seen it and what actions they've taken, and it's a really easy way to figure out how much the, the money you've spent is giving you back.
1: Exactly, um, because if you find out that you're spending more than you're getting back, then maybe you should figure out something else, or maybe you should budget somewhere else. Just make sure that your ads are actually... And it might not make something for a little bit, so don't be stressed uh, because once you're starting out, it can be a little difficult to gain a little traction. So just give it some time, but if something doesn't seem to be working out, then try something new.
0: Yeah, for real. And after you run your ad, it's it's time to just figure out what works. And so look at your insights and your analytics and learn about that. Did people buy from it? Did you accomplish your goal? And if they did, then keep doing whatever you're doing because it's working. But if you didn't accomplish your goal or you didn't do well enough, then maybe try other things too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And kind of wrapping up what we've been talking about, um, specifically on Instagram, it's connected to Facebook, which is really nice because if you want to post on both both Instagram and Facebook, uh, there is actually an ads manager where you can post on both platforms, which is super nice and super convenient And you can also have in-feed ads and story ads like we were mentioning. So it's just a super easy way to connect with your audience and build your brand.
0: Yeah, and Facebook has um, the in-feed ads and story ads too. The stories are just at the top. They're pretty new also. But you can also on Facebook have ads in the little sidebar. So they're just always on the screen, which is pretty cool, honestly.
1: Yeah, and like we mentioned earlier, TikTok is pretty new. And so all they have right now is videos but videos are an awesome way to catch somebody's eyes, so just make sure you're standing out on there.
0: Yeah, and really, it's, it's hard to talk about specifics of each of these platforms without a visual, because they are really visual platforms, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's, it's such a widely used way of advertising that you can find a lot of information on specific processes and stuff like that on YouTube. You can really use that as your school.
1: Yeah, exactly. I've learned so much from YouTube in the past few years. I've even learned more than I've learned in some of my classes. So honestly, you don't need some big degree to be doing this. Don't feel intimidated starting this out. You can find all you need on YouTube or just from like blog posts online.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, you have a marketing degree, yeah. so I think that's saying a lot that yeah. you still go to YouTube even with a degree. Exactly. Um, and honestly, just look it up if you're confused about uh, a certain part of advertising on a platform you could just look up how to advertise on TikTok or how to boost a post or something like that and it there're going to be a lot of resources out there that'll show you exactly what it's supposed to look like and what you should be doing and it's just a really wide world of advertising
1: yeah and just remember that social media changes all the time like Instagram has gone through so many phases it's so much different from when I was on it in like 2013 Mm -hmm. like it's so much different so just make sure that because you're not gonna you're not gonna know social media trends from textbooks that were made like two years ago so just make sure you're staying on the internet looking at YouTube just keeping up to date
0: yeah and social media is honestly the best resource for your business there are analytics that are really easy to track and Social media is just a really great way to promote your business without a ton of capital or a ton of effort. And if you still want to learn more about paid and organic social media, you can look it up on your favorite search engine. There are a ton of resources out there for running social media for your ice cream shop. HubSpot, especially, is a really good Mm -hmm. uh, resource. I write the blog for Frozen Search Supplies. I've written quite a few posts about... um, social media and like paid and organic and so if you just go up to the search bar on frozen dessertsupplies.com you can find a lot of good resources there and if you have any questions for either of us or about the podcast or about the company email us at marketing at frozen dessertsupplies.com or call us at 480-428-1999 this podcast is brought to you by frozen dessert supplies produced by denise hansen edited by joseph hansen and with the special guest rebecca thorpe